Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky Situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. Today, I'd like to talk to you about music and how song has played such an incredible part of my life and even little songs that I have either made up or will sing during particular times of my life to get a certain effect that I might need. Music has always been a huge part of my life. I absolutely love going to live concerts. I went to see Prince in the 80s. It was my very first concert ever. I was in sixth grade for the Purple Rain tour and really have never stopped going to concerts. Broaden my horizons to multi-day music festivals and even tried to have a livelihood by creating a business where musicians and fans were at the heart of my work. That dream has not yet come to fruition, but in case you're curious and have a couple extra minutes, check out wellplayedusa.com. But anyway, this isn't about those past dreams. This is really about some of the songs that have gotten me by, and I thought it would be interesting to share them with you. Not too long ago, somebody asked me what the secret to a happy marriage was. And if you're a faithful listener, you'll know that I just celebrated my 20th wedding anniversary. And so I was thinking about this response that I gave. And the woman who asked me was a hairdresser. And she said she always likes to ask her clients that question. And she said that she'd never heard my answer before. And my answer was to always maintain your individual interests, that when you have two whole individuals coming together, it's a more solid foundation than seeing the other person complete your whole self. I thought back to when Rodney and I were dating in college, and if he wanted to hang out, I might say, oh, not tonight, I'm going to go to a book club, or I'm going to go to yoga. I really had to teach him that it was imperative for me to continue to carve out time for myself. And somehow I turned it into a little song. I don't know that I actually sang it out loud to him, but I've often sang it in my head as a reminder that I don't need to feel guilty about giving time for myself and self-care. And it went like this. The more I'm able to love myself, the more I'm able to love you. (laughs) So I just sing that little ditty in my head when I need to be reminded of taking care of myself and not feeling guilty about it, especially as a busy mother of two boys, a wife, a mommy of a dog, all of the roles that we play, it's still okay 
part of the independence that I expressed as a college student while dating Rodney led me to many different interesting experiences. I've touched on this before, but I used to go weekly to an event called Universal Dances of Peace. They're basically songs that are sung in a small community of people who have like-minded and like-hearted interests. And sometimes the songs were sung in different languages, and there is a choreographed dance for each song that we would sing. Talk about feeling vulnerable as like a 20-something-year-old with these like older hippies in a circle singing and dancing. And part of those universal dances of peace were to look deeply into one another's eyes to really connect with the soul behind them and to feel that connection to other human beings and to radiate that peace that we were singing about outward to the world wherever it was needed. And some of those songs have stayed with me. Some of them, I don't remember in particular the ones in other languages, but there was one song that I realized any time I would maybe be caught off guard with some really horrific news or really scared about something or needing comfort in some other way or wanting to send someone a blessing or love, this particular song always came back to me. And even more recently, when my older son, who's at college, uh, was upset about something, I taught it to him and he enjoyed it too. I don't know that he actually falls back on it the way that I do, but I know that he knows it because he's mentioned it since the time I taught it to him. And that one goes like this. Oh God, this is so scary. I'm like not a singer and I don't even have any interest in hearing people hear me sing. It's more about the lyrics that I want to share. So just bear with me. (laughs) May all beings be well. May all beings be happy. Peace, peace, peace. So you can see how that would immediately feel calming and it makes you feel like you're doing something when faced with something stressful. Like, okay, at least I can send out some positive energy in this succinct way. And it also has this effect on me to feel better about the situation in particular for things that are so horrific or bigger than you and you're not sure how you can contribute to resolving that just singing a little hymn might make you feel better. As you may have been able to piece together my background of, you know, mindfulness and yoga, universal dances of peace, I found myself at Omega Institute, which is a holistic health retreat outside of New York City. Aside from the workshops and events that were hosting guests, there were a number of programs available to the staff, and sometimes we could participate in the larger workshops. So 
the Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh, who teaches on mindfulness, was there leading a silent retreat. And he would have Dharma talks or different lessons, at which time speaking obviously was allowed. And in one of his lessons, he shared this beautiful song that comes with hand gestures. I wish you could see them and maybe you could YouTube if anybody has, you know, created this song with the hand gestures, but it helps you remember the lyrics and it's really beautiful. The intention there was to bring mindfulness into the moment. And around the same time I was at Omega, which is a seasonal operation, I filled the gap between back-to-back seasons by nannying for my cousin. And I used to sing this song to her to help her fall asleep. But what I realized was it also had this impact on me, really brought me into the moment. It helped me relieve any stress that I was feeling. And over the years of different workshops that I've facilitated, even as recently as a couple of weeks ago, I have taught groups this song. And again, it's super uncomfortable for me to sing in public, but Once I started sharing the lyrics and getting others to sing with me, my voice was lost in many, and it sounded so beautiful, as awkward as I feel. (laughs) And this one's the longest that I'll be sharing, is called Breathing In, Breathing Out by Thich Nhat Hanh. Breathing in. Breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. I am blooming as a flower. I am fresh as the dew. I am solid as a mountain. I am firm as the earth. I am free. Breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in. Breathing out, I am water reflecting what is real, what is true, and I feel there is space deep inside of me. I am free. I am free. I am free. Ah! (laughs) Hopefully you were able to listen to the lyrics and not so much of me. And you can bring that song to you in moments of needing to feel grounded. I have dabbled in and out of meditation for a long time. And one of the ways that I help my mind anchor on my breathing is by just labeling the breath. 
So as I inhale, I borrow from that song breathing in. And as I exhale, I label my breath saying breathing out. And having an anchor for your mind helps you keep a singular focus. So it's not in meditation that we're emptying the mind, but we're focusing the mind to free it from other distracting thoughts that might come in and out. Years later, as you may have heard on a recent podcast too, my younger sister Sticky asked me to officiate her wedding. And I wrote this ceremony and surprised myself that I managed to write in a little ditty, (laughs) another little ditty. And that one was borrowed also from the Universal Dances of Peace. Because none of us are particularly religious, and we had a number of loved ones who had passed, I wanted to have a moment of silence where people could either offer up a prayer or invite those other spirits to be present for the union. And I also have had a philosophy for a pretty long time that the way that we make decisions is either motivated from one of two places. One is fear and the other is love. And I almost think of this as a spectrum. And when we act, there's usually motivation that's fear-based or love-based. Obviously, when you act from a love-based space, things will go better, but we don't know better sometimes. And so we allow fear to motivate our choices, our decisions. And I think I felt that it was important to include this little bit of philosophy into the ceremony I was writing. After a moment of silence, I sang this little song. Keep your heart open. Remember the love. Because it's all love, and love is all there is. Yeah, I'm just as shaky today as I was then in my singing. (laughs) And I don't know why I do this to myself. I think it's for the greater good. In the event that it might strike you in a particular way that is uplifting or serves as a reminder of love or mindfulness, or peace, whatever you might be needing. Maybe one of these songs will resonate with you. And the last little ditty isn't so much of a ditty at all, but this is something that I recently learned from my yoga teacher training and my regular daily meditation practice. Another way of anchoring the breath is to silently to yourself on the inhale to say so, and on the exhale, to say hum. So if you're thinking of a pattern of breath, maybe just repeating to yourself in your mind, so, hum, so, hum, so, hum. 
And when you do this, you may feel this vibration that seems to really match the inhalation and the exhalation. It's quite comforting to feel that vibration internally. Maybe you can vibrate all the way up through the crown of your head. And as you exhale, all the way to the tailbone and really allowing the spine to become tall and alive with the breath resonating in the sound of so hum. And often instructors may not even tell participants what the translation of that means, because just saying that you'll still receive the benefits, but it actually means I am. And as you repeat it, it might mean I am that I am. And that's just acknowledging the universal oneness that we all share, that we are more than our bodies, we're more than the thoughts and minds that we have, but we're all interconnected. And so meditating on this so hum is one way to bring you into the present and to connect with something higher than just your physical body and, and mind. And since we're talking about music today, Peter Tosh from the Whalers, and also from his own solo career outside of Bob Marley, sang a song, a beautiful song called I Am That I Am. And I have to believe that he knew that that song was about being present and understanding the connection that we all share. So as I'm winding down, I'm even hearing the little birdies outside in nature chirping and singing along with me. <laughs> Notice where there's music in your life and allow yourself to play music to shift your mood. If you need to be uplifted, if you need to be focused, if you need to grieve, if you need to love, if you need to uh, fall asleep, there's music for everything. Don't forget to enjoy it. So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing, any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.